Welcome to File Hunter Entertainment Podcast with Dylan and Eric. I'm Dylan. And I'm Eric. This is our Arts and Crafts interview series where we're interviewing musicians and other artists about their creative path. Uh, today we have Christian with us from his band, The Feels. How you doing, Christian? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us. And sorry about the, the snafu. We had a little bit of a mix-up with the... Uh, the time we're in different time zones here so sorry to keep you waiting thanks for your patience <laughs> and and being able to join us oh yeah no it's no biggie at all all right so we have some like what we call off the shelf kind of questions and then uh from there we kind of try okay. to get uh some more uh in depth with with some <laughs> of the stuff but just basic stuff what is your band slash artist name i've already mentioned it but you can <laughs> throw it out there again <laughs> well it's just me but i go under the feels okay very cool uh, and what's the story yeah. behind that band name did you have a, like an inspiration or what was the genesis for that um uh, well, I mean, I, I left a band that I was with for a couple of years and because I was frustrated that I couldn't really like contribute to it really. And I had been the sole songwriter for my other bands, like before that band. So, you know, I was like, I got to just make my own music. So I quit that band and then quickly... Um, you know kind of like compiled a bunch of songs that I had had for the previous bunch of years and wrote a few new ones and just figured I don't want to call it my name not that there's anything wrong with that but right just didn't feel I don't know just didn't feel like a Christian McLeary record it just felt like I'll, I'll give it a title and if I give it a title you know, who knows, like maybe I could turn it into a band and then it won't be like a weird thing to have a <laughs> moniker, but right, sure. I never ended up doing that. In fact, I never, I think I played like two shows since I recorded the first EP and that was like 2014. So okay. I haven't played, I, I, I toured for so many years that I think I'm just sort of burned out over it, but I'll never, I'll never get tired of like writing songs and making records and stuff. But yeah, I think I just thought the feels sounded cool. And at the time there was no bands called the feels and there's like six now. Oh, is there <laughs> really? I, yeah. I, I couldn't even care less though. Like I go on last FM and I'll look it up and it's, it's so funny guys. Like, cause you can sort of like write your own bio on last FM or it's sort of like Wikipedia in the, in that you can like edit it right. and every band or artist who calls themselves the feels they're is sort the of official like, one <laughs> they're trying to make yeah everyone's trying to like put their little like like little five cents in about like when they started and so i just thought it would be funny if i was like my project started in 1896 on the, <laughs> snowy, on the snowy hills of you know like, getting, like passed down generation <laughs> to generation <laughs> that's a, that's amazing <laughs> Yeah, so maybe yeah, you can I go with like the, care, the like... original uh, feels or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so stoked to get the name back then, and 
although I do have to say the the band camp was taken like mm-hmm. the, so I, I had to make it I got the feels back then but everything else I couldn't find any bands or artists probably it was just some person who was like I'll start a band called the feels and then created the URL and then just never right. did anything with it right but um yeah I can't remember any like divine intervention with the name i just thought that was a cool like slang term yeah easy yeah. to remember um quick to say i i like it so sure. um you yeah, mentioned I, uh, you mentioned you're a multi-instrumentalist um is on um you have a new single out um what all instruments are you playing on that is everything you on that uh it's everything I'm doing everything, but I'm not playing the drums. That is uh, Nick. My fr- okay. Well, I guess he's my friend at this point because he's recorded um, three tracks with me in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And he always comes in there and kills it. He uh, he plays pretty much like the session drummer for my friend Rob, okay. who records me at Audio, Audio Pilot in uh, Jersey. He pretty much uh, just has his friend Nick come in there and he like gets all the drum tracks ready for you know unless there's a band that actually has a drummer good guys mm-hmm. like me and like mm-hmm. people who could just go in there as like solo artists who want and he the, the crazy thing though is that he's so good but like uh she's probably not thinking about she's probably not thinking of me uh is everything all right and this new one twice no age at all mm-hmm. were all written the day before i recorded them oh, <laughs> it's wow. like <laughs> yeah I, 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 I you gotta keep I it know what it is like mind, i just I, you, I, I, you don't want to lose it when you have it that's, yeah that's it's total writing, so. good god it's yeah it's you couldn't be more fresh in your mind but i just can't <laughs> write anything these days without a deadline oh, and okay. so i gave myself a deadline but i thought okay you know maybe like two weeks before it i'll start really like ramping things up and i just didn't and the day before I was like, well, I'm going to be paying $400 for mm. tomorrow for something. So I might as well get to work. <laughs> so I wrote, a, I wrote, she's probably not thinking about me because I was still like reeling from a breakup and uh-huh. we, we, we came in and it came out really great. And then, and then I recorded, or then I booked time with Rob. Like as soon as I got home and he sent me the mix, I was like totally invigorated it was the first song i had recorded in like five years i was so stoked on it i was really excited that i had music so i was like rob here's a deposit for uh uh, two months from now and then Mm. i I thought okay now i'll really get that second song done (laughs) i'm gonna start i'm gonna start tomorrow you know and uh long story short i didn't write anything until the (laughs) night before oh boy and this is like a good example of like how good they are like I, like literally the 11th hour 7 p.m the night before i will I'll, i just sent them like a little voice memo of me mm-hmm. just playing it live right. and it was like i mean i literally just fi- sometimes i'd finish the lyrics the morning of like waiting for rob to come out of his house with his coffee <laughs> like, i is really like it, it was a little dumb to to, to wait that to wait that long but it it you know really it worked out and it seems like last time well under the pressure that you apply on yourself <laughs> yeah i have to yeah I, I literally just don't think i can write music i mean i will probably get out of this funk but for the last couple of years i can't do anything unless i'm just forced to hmm. well i mean that that 
was like really passionate. I mean, you, you said that he's like your friend now and it, and it sounds like it, it sounds like you guys have a really good rapport and then work well together because it didn't sound like just a, a session drummer, you know, that was just like sitting in for anybody that's got the, a lot of cash. I mean, that definitely sounds like, like he was invested in the art and he wanted to make it, right. you know, special. So yeah, it, the, the song really jams, man. I mean, Dylan played it for me when I got here and I was like, wow, that's, that's really, it's really good talent. I mean, we, Thanks. Really, we man, really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. it's it's awesome to hear, man. Thanks. It's um, God, I don't like even talking about it, but the song is, the song's fucked up, like because, uh, like a couple of my friends, uh, died. They they committed suicide in the last like month, and and then I another guy who I don't know super well, but all my friends were super good friends with um, ended his life. And it was just like, and then on top of that, I just randomly looking on, I think it was Reddit. I, I heard the audio of a woman being abducted. And like, this guy was just filming it from like the top of his like stoop wow. you know, at night. And he just goes, stop, please. And then I found out that that woman had been killed. Oh, wow. And every, I don't know, like, I just, like, felt so low. And I started, like, thinking about my own, like, I, you know, I don't really go through that shit. But, like, you know, when your friends are dying and all these people are dying, like, I was in a bad place. So I just wrote that song. And it was, like, it's kind of nervous when I was done with it because I was, like, oh, God, that is really bear like me my shit's usually like pretty poppy <laughs> you know that was just i mean it's still catchy i guess but it's it but it's pretty it's pretty dark so well, yeah uh, some of the scariest darkest stuff i mean does translate to you know just really great art i mean a lot of people like in really depressive episodes they end up you know they're in their darkest hour and then uh, you know coming up with just these masterpieces that that might you know it might be cathartic to, to get it out on, uh, to, yeah. you know, record it and then release it out into the world. But then, you know, maybe they're feeling a lot better years down the line and maybe they're touring and they have to sing that, you know, dark, depressing song again yeah. because it's one of the most popular. So I, yeah. I imagine that's one of the, like the pratfalls of, you know, becoming a, an artist is that, you know, that, that never really leaves once it's in your catalog, it's always kind of there, but. Yeah, I'm sure the opposite happens too. Like not wanting to sing like happy songs. If, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like case in point, um, one of my favorite songwriters, Casey Musgraves, her last record won Album of the Year at the Grammys, and it was all about her new budding romance with her new husband, hmm. and their marriage ended after a year, oh, and her wow. whole new album is about divorce. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he literally has to go back on tour and sing those golden hour songs because that was oh, like wow. that, that was the album that got her her like millions of fans you know like yeah casey has been a popular fucking artist for sure but like golden hour put her into the stratosphere and mm -hmm. i actually just heard her give an interview about the new album and she's mm -hmm. like like there was a time where i never even wanted like I knew I was never going to sing a single song off golden hour before, which is kind of bullshit. But like, I, I was also like, wow, like you gotta, you gotta go up there and sing all these happy songs about a guy you don't like anymore. Like yeah. it must be weird. You know, like that's, that's what, I mean, to an extent, everybody does that with their like 
songs about breakups but like right. when it's a particular album all about like the your brand new love and how mm-hmm. glorious it is and the album's yeah. called golden hour and she's like <laughs> you know it's like uh-huh. it's but yeah it's it's weird the, the juxtaposition must be so strange that's the musical equivalent of getting like a girlfriend's name tattooed on you and then she breaks your heart by like <laughs> sleeping with your best friend or something and then you've got this like thing emblazoned in your skin yeah. forever and you're like shit yeah yeah I've, i don't have any tattoos but I, that if i did i would probably would have been that guy because i'm too earnest <laughs> that's hilarious like, come on anya tattoos on my hand. <laughs> we gotta make this work this is forever <laughs> Uh, so who are your inspirations oh good lord guys i i mean i grew up just obsessed with pop music i was just obsessed with it um you know michael jackson madonna george michael Mm -hmm. uh, everything in between and i was a little I was a little into like uh, 80s cock rock and <laughs> which was really just pop music with loud guitars. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. But it wasn't really I, well, I shouldn't say it wasn't really, but because I, I loved music and pop music and hooks my whole life. But when I turned 14. Uh, Green Day came out. Uh, well, you know, it was the third album, Dookie and in 94 and that that really was like oh my god like i was like that's the thing i gotta do (laughs) and and then you know weezer and smashing pumpkins and so all that it's such a fucking good time to be a kid i mean the bands that were on the radio the bands that were like the top 20 were like great music too and it was like the best time one of the best times you know i think for for modern rock so I, I loved all that stuff and but that's the thing like i loved um you know punk bands like propaganda and bad religion but i also loved sometimes by britney spears mm-hmm. that bridges fire like i just everything is just it doesn't matter to me because you know I, I said this on another show too it doesn't really matter what genre you are in music. We're all doing the same thing. We're, we're all doing intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. You know, like it doesn't fucking matter what, what you sort of like put behind your tune. We're, we're all kind of contributing to the song, you know? It's all ice cream, and it's but just a different flavor, right? <laughs> exactly. We're all, because it's like, who's really that original? Because you sit down when you write a song, it's like the arrangement's already in front of you. Like, in a way because no when when are people really going to break that chain you know so it's like i don't know because it's so so it doesn't matter to me if it's pop hip-hop punk hardcore or whatever it's it's all equal to me like i love like uh into you by ariana grande just as much as i love only shallow by my my bloody valentine and i mean that with my whole heart like those you know it's uh, there's a melody there's the way you harmonize that melody and there's a rhythm and that's it that's what music is to me like i don't you know like i find beauty in in all of it equally not just, i don't think it out and get a little bit of everything it sounds like yeah definitely man it's hard like, to really uh 
define genres anymore because there's so many people that are trying to, you know, adapt and evolve and to incorporate different, you know, aspects That's into true. their music. Yeah. So it, it's really difficult. I mean, like it used to be like the clearly defined Matt, what was like the mid nineties, like into the early two thousands with like the, you know, thrash punk rock mixed with like hip hop or whatever. But those are where like, they drew the line in the sand, but then they're like, Oh, these two things can, can mix. Well, now it's just like everyday music is just taking elements from everything. And I think you've got a list of genre subgenres on it. Like, Oh, it's lo-fi shoegaze hip hop. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, cause everybody still wants to label everything and still define what they are. But mm-hmm. I think like the, the real like pioneering artists are the ones that just say like, I love what I love, like what Christian is saying. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to incorporate whatever the fuck I want. And, you know, don't say that I'm just lo-fi right. shoegaze, right. you know, I'm just like, I'm music. I'm the feels mm-hmm. I'm, listen Natalia I'm whoever I am you know and I do I do think that there's something still to genres like I don't think we're in this like post-genre world where it doesn't matter anymore because I think it I guess this is like in in a side to that argument but I also hear a lot about how there shouldn't be like don't say female fronted music and I get it on a level, but I also like prefer female (laughs) vocals like a hundred percent. So when somebody says something's female fronted, I'm instantly way more likely to check it out. So I'm always like, well, there's preferences that would guide you to that more. Like that's me a hundred percent. Like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love like male vocals too, but I'm definitely more into women, but um, I'm there with you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I think (laughs) I think genres are important still, though, because, you know, if they tell you what to if you don't, if it's it's dangerous if you don't have them, because then then you just end up sounding like like Imagine Dragons or something, which is yeah. like which, which just sounds like the CGI from Transformers. That's the best. <laughs> <way I can. laughs> that is the perfect analogy. For that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is absolutely incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think instead of that, it's better to have like sort of like a foundation of what you do, but to be able to like incorporate things from, you know, anything that you like right, or love. Exactly. And that's what I try to do. Cause I think, uh, I mean, they're not too dissimilar, but the last three songs I've done were all were a little different from one another, but it all just it all just sounds like me, I think, like, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, I I just want to I just want to listen to good music and make good music. And yeah, I, I don't really care what it is. I think there's a there's an inherent like negative kind of thing, though, too, where if anyone just like adamantly says that they don't have a genre, then they just come off as kind of pretentious. So I think that, yeah, everybody that, you know, kind of does have an idea of what type of music they play and the the best ones do incorporate from a lot. But I think, yeah, if if someone were to go in saying like, I just do whatever, you know, it does make them seem (laughs) kind of. Yeah. Like, well, you're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm, I'm right like, there with uh, you with the female uh, fronted and, and Dylan is as well. I mean, we are going through uh, our bands. We go from an alphabetical approach in our mainline episodes. And, you know, we've only got A under our belt, but 
I mean, so over the course of like 26 <laughs> episodes, I, I think probably more than half of my selections are going to be, you know, female artists because that's just oh, what nice. I prefer. So yeah, I'm definitely right yeah. there with you. It's also like, it's, it kind of def- differs in um, genre too. Like uh, hip hop, it's pretty even, or though, or, or I would say, in hip hop, it would be more even if there were if there were more like female MCs out there. Like, there's not enough. There needs to be more. Mm-hmm. But um, for pop, it's like ninety percent women, uh, and you know, like R and B, it's mostly women. Um, I just feel like there's more. There's more range. There's more like emotion. And I'll be honest with you. There's just something else to listening to the opposite sex. I don't know. It's like a primal thing. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's a lady. I like ladies and she sounds good. And like, I don't know, like that's, I'm just saying like, that's not all of it, but that's certainly part of it. And uh, yeah, I don't know really what I was saying. <laughs> so Christian, um, you said you weren't playing the drums on um, the new single. What all instruments do you play? A guitar, bass, I can fuck around on a piano, but I wouldn't be able to like play it live. I could, you know, like I could write it and record it, but I wouldn't say like I'm a pianist or anything like that. Um, That's really it kind of, just kind of guitar and bass and, and like, you know, the little clever bits and like all the, right and stuff and i have i've played other things like i have a little like melodica which is just like a, i only got that from a benfold five song i just <laughs> i was like i want one of those so i mean that's really kind of it I, I i can i'm a good drummer in my head i just can't do it like <laughs> yeah. i write i can write the drums and like and be like oh wait here do this here or you know right do do you know make it sound like this but i just can't play it like I've, i still want to try mm-hmm. in one time in my life i want to be able to say that i'm a not a good drummer just like an <laughs> average drummer that can write yeah, drum absolutely. or can at least record the drums for like demos or something right i would consider myself a success but i can't well it's definitely a special skill set i think that's why you know it takes you know, such varying personalities and skills to to form a band and especially Mm -hmm. a successful band that you know ends up staying together uh yeah you had mentioned at the start that you you were in a band before and you left because of like like creative differences and wanted to have you know more of your own vision i think that's where a lot of bands kind of fall apart is that you know people want to go in different directions and that's why i think we're seeing more you know, single person fronted mm-hmm. bands, you know, because then it's like, you don't have anyone to disagree with or argue with other than yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's no schedules to deal with and there's just no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, but there's also something so beautiful about being able to be in a band that you jive with yeah. and, you know, like having those different musicians and that different energy, like melded together I don't get me wrong. Like I would love to have that too, but I kind of just weighed my options and I was like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, you know how I said, like I wrote 
the song before the day before I recorded right. it. Like that's that's my energy. <laughs> like that's what I want to be able to do. Like because I wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. You know, I if I had a drummer, they'd be freaking out. They'd be like, oh, oh, oh we can't just go in there tomorrow and record nothing. Yeah. Like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like you know who knows. But like it it, it gives me the freedom to just do whatever I want whenever I want. But you know. Right. At this yeah. point in my life, I'm not even trying to like, you know, play out that often or, or or make an impression on anything or anybody. But I, I would like to do more like songwriting for things because for a brief moment in time, I was writing music for MTV and it, I got a message. Funny, I got a message on MySpace in like <laughs> 2005. It's like I forgot her name, but she was like. Hey, I work for MTV and I really like your band. My band was the Tattletales at the time. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I sent her, I think the the rest of our album and MTV was like playing my music on like their shows and shit. And I was getting these like royalty checks and I was like, oh man, I made it. Like, that's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Like I, I, this is what I do now. I'm a, I'm a songwriter. So. And then our, then our, literally our next release came out. And, uh-huh. and in my opinion, it had a bunch more songs that could be placed in things and played and, and, but they're just, nothing got played. Nobody uh-huh. answered my emails. And I was like, oh, this business sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nobody even answered me. I like that. It was as fickle as the girl liking my band, probably not working at MTV anymore. And then I was just, you know, I didn't exist to them, which, which makes sense. But I was, I was like, all right, fuck. But getting a taste of being able to like write music for TV and like movies and stuff. And, you know, it was, it was cool. And, but, but, but back then I was like young enough to be like, you know, but I still want to like tour and be the guy, you know, but, but now I'm like, "Ah, it'd be cool to just write records and write songs that people like. Maybe somebody would want to cut one or maybe (laughs) I could place it in like a get lucky. I just had a friend get a song in fucking Pixar. Wow. Like, holy shit. That's huge. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like holy shit. Like wow. that is, that is real money. Well, you, you definitely have a knack for songwriting. I can tell from what I've listened to. And I think you should really pursue that. I think you could probably get that going, especially uh, you're uh, really good on social media too. I think you can really do that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I, try. <laughs> I, try. I love that marketing that you're doing with the memes. It's, oh yeah (laughs) it's funny because it's like where's the i don't know where the cutoff is where i'm just going to start to really annoy people (laughs) but i think it's it's already got i think it's already like reached a point of diminishing returns because now people are like not really liking the posts anymore they're like all right we get it christian But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them going. I think for a little while. I would. I just gotta I think would. of the next one. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing them. So um, we got that new single out. Um, where should people go to find that? What's that single called? Uh, what do you want people to listen to? Where do they want? Where should they follow you? Stuff well, like that. Well, uh, at this point, I think it's like on like five or six of the streaming platforms, but it's going to be on like. 20 something of them and literally i don't know the names of all any of them except except the big ones like you know right. it'll be on it's on spotify it's on apple music it's on itunes it's on a couple other ones but really 
those are the only two anybody really uses. Mm. And it's on Bandcamp. If you want to buy it, you can. That would be cool. Doesn't matter to me, though. I just want people to hear it. The song's called Twice, No Age at All. And I am stoked on it. And I'm glad that people like it enough to want to talk to me on their show. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> sounds great. And it was it was the reason why I reached out to you. I was like, wow, this is, this is actually good. And I really wanted you on here so that you could. Uh, it rules. I, want, I think a lot of people should listen to it. Yeah. So I where do they, they find do. you and where do they get a look at these memes that I'm, that I'm <laughs> hearing about? So what is your social media presence? What, what, where can they find you? That's one thing about me, guys. Like, I don't really, I don't really have one necessarily, but like it, the, the Bandcamp site is as close to a website as I probably have. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to go to there, it's igotthefeels.bandcamp.com. And uh, I don't think I, I think the fields have a Facebook, but it probably hasn't been uh, updated since 2015. So <laughs> that's probably not the place to go. Uh, I would also, I would also follow me on Instagram. Cause that's where all the information, that, that's where everything is. That's where the, all the memes are. That's where this, the, the snark is. Mm. And that's where I post all the information about the feels. And that's where I post all my favorite K-pop songs too. <laughs> okay. So where, what's the Insta that work? Where can they oh yeah. Out? That would have been a good thing to say. It's uh, it's pedal steel P E D D L E S T E E L a dumb little pun on my favorite instrument. Okay. Yeah, I'm writing this down so I can, you know, put it there in the show notes when this gets live. Cool. Uh, yeah. So do you have anything else that you want to talk about or anything else you want to plug? I mean, do you have, you said you're not doing a, a lot of, of touring or anything like that, but I mean, are you planning on getting out there and doing any shows or? There are no plans for any shows right now, um, but it doesn't mean that it'll, it'll never happen, but it would something would have to significantly change inside of me to want to play a show, <laughs> especially now. Yeah. You know, because now it's like, God, I don't know. Is anybody yeah, going when, to show? Just when like, things started opening up again, then mm-hmm. yeah, new variants come out and yeah, it's the, the world's ending again. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, a and crazy, I, I, unprecedented times that we live in. I've considered doing like a live stream, but then as a, as a listener, as a watcher, they're so fucking boring. Yeah. Even when I like the artist, I don't want to watch them playing an acoustic guitar. Like, Mm. and that's coming from somebody who will post videos of himself playing acoustic guitar on Facebook. Mm. Like every now and then I'll post a cover if I think it came out nice or who knows why people post themselves playing acoustic guitar on facebook but god knows i do it sometimes <laughs> but in That's terms of like a, you know 30 minute show like i'm just like i'll save people the the energy like you know <laughs> like i don't know it just doesn't i don't know also i'm so hard on myself i always think i suck i don't know I mean, man, I I think, for... I, if you did a live stream i i'd definitely tune into that a little 30 minutes <laughs> i think that would be pretty cool 
I think that's a lot of, I mean, because Dylan's the exact same way with, you know, not thinking that anything he does is ever, you know, good enough, you know, just being, I think that's part of the creative nature of being a musician and an artist is just, you know, because I, I'm yeah. the same way with creative stuff. I'm not a musician, but, you know, creative endeavors. What do you that do? I'm, well, just like anything else, so, you know, writing or um, just even doing, um, like Photoshop yeah. stuff, you know, any kind of yeah. creative endeavors, you just, uh, the perfectionist side of you takes over and you just feel like it's never good enough. And, you know, it was good enough like six iterations ago, but you just keep trying and trying and trying. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, I'm such a, like I, I put so much scrutiny on myself when it when it comes to live shit and god knows i'll never listen to it back i'm too scared to <laughs> yeah but it's funny though because like i don't have a problem listening to my own music like when i record it and i love it i listen i listen i listen to that shit all the time like i'm like i'm like i fucking rule this song is awesome. this song is awesome like like i'm not one of those people who can't listen to my own music or, or think it's weird to listen to my own music it's just a live performance of me i would never be able to listen to back i'd be like oh god listen to that oh i'm sharp there oh i'm you know because I, i'm such a critic when it yeah. when i'm listening to other people that it i'm like four times the critic for myself you know yeah, I, I kind of never understand because I mean, I think a lot of actors are like that too, where they can't watch their own movies. It's like, well, but you don't even know like how the director cut it or anything. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what the finished product is. Yeah. Like, it's so weird, you know? Like, I do. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> cool though. Like, I, that kind of, I like that shit where they lit, they literally just treat it as like a job. Not to say that they don't have a good time, but they're like, they get a job, they, learn their parts they put their heart in it and they film it but they just never fucking watch it and they just move on to the next project yeah, that's so punk <laughs> like i don't yeah. know it's just so like, funny to me like i don't have I a, an ego like that at all like i mean i don't think so highly of myself but i'm definitely up my own ass enough to where it's like you know whenever we record a new podcast or if i'm guesting on a podcast i definitely listen to that shit you know it's like yeah, to me, that's like that's me, you know. <laughs> I love yes, myself will, at least enough to do that. <laughs> I will definitely listen to like say this or any like there was another uh, podcast that got um, posted today that I was on. I haven't listened to it yet, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't yet because I was so stoned when I gave it. <laughs> I'm sure like I forgot great, about man. I forgot Josh I'm sorry if you're listening to this I love you so much and I had a great time talking to you but I um I forgot about the interview and then he like sent me a text message he's like are you ready and I was like oh yeah. fuck for what I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah let's do it and then I don't remember the conversation at all oh boy some of those I know we talked best, about though. You know, I I know I mentioned Ariana Grande, so apparently she's a hot topic in my interviews. <laughs> I I I know I mentioned the Mets because he's a big Phillies fan, and I know I just talked about pop music in general, and I'm pretty sure I waxed sort of poetic about that whole like we're all doing the same thing, man. It's just <laughs> different genres, you know. I, I'm pre I'm pretty sure I said something like that too, but I'm a little nervous to, to listen to that one. That's why I haven't yet. But but otherwise, normally I'd be the guy who you know put it on and I, you know, I'd send it to people. I'd be like, check it out. 
I'm on a podcast. Yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we will definitely let you know when when this one is uh, up and you can sweet and give a listen to it. So yeah, I mean, shoot us uh, that info uh, one more time about the the Insta and like the Bandcamp and where people can find you and. Sure. Yeah. Band is called The Feels. My Instagram is Pedal Steel, P-E-D-D-L-E-S-T-E-E-L. And the Bandcamp for The Feels is igotthefeels.bandcamp.com. And, uh, you know, you could also catch all the music on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those other streaming uh, platforms that nobody uses. It's on there, too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah man that's that's super cool the <laughs> the art is great i mean the the music you got a lot of talent for it and yeah we wish you the the best of luck in your songwriting endeavors going forward and yeah man if you ever get anything else that you're passionate about you know hit us up we'd love to have you back on we're we're planning on doing this for a while so if you have anything else that you want to promote and whatnot you know feel free awesome man thanks guys i really appreciate uh the conversation i had a good time it was fun yeah yes, thank man. you so much man thank and, you christian and, and again for for taking the time and sorry again about the, the mix up with the the time zones but uh no no for... big deal no big deal i'm i'm just sitting at home anyway so it's all good yeah all right so we'll file that under the fields <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool. thanks again man you got it have a good night guys yeah you too take care Where's the, I, oh, there it is. <laughs>